1559 probably presents the wrestling roundtables, the raw, the bad, the ugly, the weekly podcast where we take what we like, didn't like, and was just flat out horrendous. This is your favorite tag team partner, me, Story Pro. It's Miller. Now, we were just sitting here talking. I'm going to revisit this real quick because I just want to say how crazy this shit okay. was. <laughs> I was like, revisit what? Yo, this Carly Russell shit. Yo, if you haven't heard, you will hear. And. I don't, you know what, let me ask you this real quick. Do you think that they're about to be even more jokes and savagery on that fucking IG, Facebook, TikTok? Oh, yeah. Than it was for be... that submersible? You know what? Because motherfuckers went ham. For all you younger folks, that's harder as a motherfucker. <laughs> I, you know what I think it'll be on par but as more and more gets revealed I think there'll be more I think in this instance cause the internet is relentless it'll be more than just jokes there'll be people with like real social commentary cause that's a real issue she's not the first person to fake her disappearance but I feel like it doesn't get talked about enough when people do this weird shit and that's a mental that's an issue bro that's like a real mental problem when you do shit like that. Yo, this because the story is crazy. Yeah, it doesn't make the, sense. I mean, like, first off, you, you talk about how there's a kid. You ran out there to go get a kid. Because I'm like, yo, damn. Did somebody use... Because you know what was weird? Did somebody when use you, a decoy or because something? Because when like, you first heard the story about her coming home, they never mentioned what happened to the kid. Right. So it was one of two things. This was what made me realize, like, something off about this story. Something's fake. About it. That's what made me realize that. Because mm-hmm. the kid stopped being but, a part of it. Yeah, because why ain't they mentioned? Why isn't the police mentioning the kid? Because like you're gonna get one or two things, right? You're gonna have the police either mention like, "Yo, the kid was used as bait," or the kid is going to. Because you would ask her. Find the There's two people yeah. missing, and they never said two people were missing. No, just her. That one time they said there was no baby on the camera, and what made me be like, I don't know about this story. It seems weird was when um, they were like, it was the only call they got about a baby being on the highway. I was like, there's no, I drive the highway every single week. You only reason why I was like, bitch. okay, they probably will sit, th- she's probably getting away with that because it was late at night. Mm, it okay. was at night. Yeah. I don't think it was late enough to where other people went on the highway, but I'm like, okay. My thing was, I felt like, with the amount of time that I drive on the highway and the amount of people I'm around, I if one person calls, everybody calls. Like, yeah, I yeah. saw an accident, and they said they had calls for mm-hmm. an accident before. And I was like, oh, damn, if this accident see, but happened, I, right? I had to give it... I have the to give it... The doubt. Because of the region. True. Yeah, that's a good point. We in the Chicago area, yeah. so then the highway is always totally busy, no matter what. It's, it's like yeah. fucking New York. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, it's well, New York is probably... Worse, like I mean, I guarantee you, there's probably you know, 100 fucking 200, 300 fucking cars constantly right. just going through and shit. You know, you can you can fuck around and hit the highway, and all of a sudden, you gonna see a bunch of cars, but I mean, it's gonna be a smoother ride, right? Um, at certain times of the night, but like this, I was just like, oh, you know, that's kind of crazy. 
I said, so did the people use the kid as bait? Because that's what I would have thought. Oh, man, there's somebody, that's crazy. The motherfucker said, yo, we're going to put our kid out here. We're going to use this motherfucker as bait. So then, I'm just like, nah, but man, something seemed off about this story, man. You know, you you know it, but you don't want to call it out, right? Right. Because what if this woman is actually, you know, gone? Um, Then you get the police story. They never mention the kid. And I remember seeing people all like, well, what about the kid? Everybody's asking this question. Well, what about the kid? Where's the baby? So I think that really puts in your mind like, yeah, what the fuck about this kid? Like, if this happened, what what about the kid? They never mentioned the kid. And then when the police give their statement, I'm like, man, they they really didn't do anything. I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers setting up for something else. Because why they give a full, why they give a, it wasn't a full statement, but why they give a statement on how, because when you first read like the headline, it made it seem like, yo, they actually found her and everything and they're happy for her safe return and everything due to the work of all these agencies that they reached out to. Nah, these motherfuckers thinking all these agencies because they like, yo, now we about to grill this motherfucker. Right. (laughs) Shit. Especially when you talk about a kid missing, like that's. In this day and age, especially like, yeah. like oh no, we've got to find the kid. That, that, that's almost their number one focus before the adult, right? Because you, you just know it's wild. So then, you know, you hear today like, nah, <laughs> we went through our motherfucking. No, nah, so they told the story. Let me get to that first. They told the story of what she told them that yo know, she went to the baby, the motherfucking kidnapped her, made her jump over a fence. I'm like, yo, how this motherfucker make you jump over a fence? And what about the baby? Right? <laughs> but then, like, her story starts to come together a little bit. Because then she starts saying that she was in a, a 18-wheel trailer or whatever. I don't know. Um, she, but she was in a trailer. She escaped, got caught. They brought her back. He didn't bound her. And, I, you know... <laughs> And she said the dude was a, a red-haired white dude with with, uh, with a bald spot. So, you seen this. She couldn't say what this motherfucker looked like. But then you never seen, you knew it was a woman there. Right, but you never saw. It's just too many pieces. And you, you heard a baby crying. Yo, I was like, yo, this is crazy. This is crazy shit. So then I get to, to the bottom of really reading this shit. Now they going through. How they went through her phone and saw all this shit that she was searching. And I was just like, yo. Which I'm sure she thought she deleted. Crazy. Because you never delete it. I don't give a fuck. No matter how much you delete your phone. I think you can even do a hard reset. It's lost to you. Yeah. But when it comes to those forensic analysts, it's not lost to them. That's why people, when they want to destroy shit, such as electronics, they throw in the fucking microwave so it fries everything to make it unusable. But I digress. Um, I'm going to keep the same energy. I, I felt like, yo, this is fucking egregious. And I don't want to be one of those people's. I'm going to be one of those people, yo. You're fucked up. And the, I don't know what the punishment should be. I just know they finna go after your ass, though. They not finna let... They not... They gonna make you an example. Especially being a black woman from the South. You, oh, you about to be an example. But you about to be an example. And nobody's gonna feel sorry for you because they're gonna be like, yo, you kinda deserve this shit, bitch. You because not only did you sit here and and do this crazy ass story, but you sit here and like you lied. Cause people are gonna sit there and just be like, yo. Your story is so crazy that it was unbelievable. If you was going to do this shit, at least make a believable story <laughs> for us to sit there and be like, damn, you know what? That probably did happen. Right. And they just they just on your ass. You, it confuse us. That's all I'm asking. 
just confused me a little bit. Make me believe. And that's why they really finna be on your ass. They're like, yo, and you're not even telling a believable story. So if you're gonna lie, lie right. And then if you ain't gonna, if you know your shit gonna be off, then just tell the truth and move on. <laughs> shit. Agreed. Yeah. But anyway. How was your how was your week, sir? Not bad. Okay. Yeah. Not bad at all. Nah. Mine's neither, man. It's it's moving slow as fuck though. I need to move a little bit faster. I need that weekend to come. I'm not gonna lie. Needed needed to get here. But anyway, um You got a master watch for? Yes. <clears throat> my master watch for is it better F- it better not be my raw. No, FDR okay. versus the Bullet Bullet Club Gold, um, Jay White and Juice Robinson. Um what can I say? It was an amazing match. Um <clears throat> Definitely go out of your way to see it. It was a full hour on TV. Did not feel like it was a full hour. And, um, yeah, man, it's hard to say that FTR isn't, like, the best tag team right now. Them dudes. That, that match was definitely an instant classic. And then Dave Meltzer said that it's probably the best tag team match he's ever seen on TV. And thinking of the tag what? team matches on TV, like free TV. I know, but what? Bruh. It was that good. No, nah, I mean, I, I'm just telling you, man. There's been so many fucking. We we've got. I agree with We've you. gotten Usos New Day on TV. Free. I agree with you. I agree. I'm not saying that we haven't. I'm saying this match was that good. Like yeah, I'm yeah. in Walmart losing my shit. People are watching yeah. over my shoulder while I'm in Walmart. Mm-hmm. Like, what's this? And I was like, oh, it's <laughs> AEW. He's like, that's cra-. like dead yeah. ass. And I was like, and even my wife was like, what? Are they watching wrestling on mm-hmm. your phone? I was like, yeah. Because I was over by the shoes and, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and so that those kind of things make me go, oh, man. And, you know, and then you go online and everybody, I'm like, okay, it's not just me. This shit was incredible. Yeah, yeah I recognize it was an incredible match. So, uh, to me, it's one of the top, like, I would say it is one of the best matches I've seen on free TV. Like, that match had no business being free at all. That's why we like AEW. But though. that's why I love, right. Because we get blood and guts. Free. Yeah. You ain't got paid, well... Cable, but other yeah, than yeah. that, it's free television. But yeah, um, I, I'm not gonna try to play by play it. The it doesn't do it justice. But if you if you have access, um, and I'm sure it's all over online. If you look, um, Bullet Club Gold against FTR in the best of three falls match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AEW Tag Team Championship mm-hmm. match of the year candidate. I give it that. It was that good. But man, it's been so much. So many tag team matches that happen on TV. Maybe this is the best in recent history. In recent memory. I will give it that. It's the best in recent memory. We'll have to actually when go I was on through. Cage ma- I go to cagematch.com and I trust their ratings because it's a good... Yeah. You know, mix of fans. Mm-hmm. It will. It's one of the top tag team rated tag team matches. Like, yeah. Matches sometimes ever. we live in the moment. We do, and I agree with you. I'm not. And that's the reason why I said that. Like, right. we gotta, we I gotta actually go through. Yeah, yeah. I think we gotta go sure back. But I'm not saying I'm not denying. Yeah, I'm not denying. Topic. I'm not, not saying de- that they don't. Yeah. But one thing to say is that we, we yes, you said one thing. We got a lot of USO versus. Uh, New Day matches. We did mm-hmm. get a lot of those, and sometimes that kind of not waters it down, but it's like now you have a wide away to pick from. Mm-hmm. They haven't really faced each other, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was like they put together mm-hmm. that shit. You're like, God, yeah. yeah. That's how you get shit ran back. Like mm-hmm. that's how they ended up doing, you know, the Dudleys versus the Hardys so many times. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, that shit was amazing. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna yeah. run that back again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey, can we run that back one more time? Hey, yeah. we're gonna show Edge and Christian in this bitch. Ooh, that shit was dope. Run that shit back again. And, mm-hmm. you know, you just keep running it back. But, and and when it's good, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, we've had some Young Buck matches. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, we had some Lucha Bros matches on, on TV. On TV. I'm just saying, like, it, it's been so many that I think we have, maybe we have it just has Yeah. Do your research. I, don't wanna, like I just don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. I feel but I will tell you though that this fucking match was amazing. It was amazing. It was just one that I felt like it was better than that. Yeah. Okay. It's better than that. 
Now I don't know. It was on par with that. And maybe it was on par with that because being a hypocrite, I was a prisoner of the moment. <laughs> so, I was in the moment. Yeah, I was in the moment, yo. But anyway, uh, news and rumors. Um, so first off, Bailey is not injured. Um, there was a scare where they threw up the X sign this past weekend um, during a house show. Um, however, they gave an update, and she also gave an update that she's not seriously injured. Um, she just had on a knee brace, but I think a lot of it was precaution because it was the same knee. So they were like, "Fuck that, we're not gonna take any chances mm-hmm. in the match." With nothing wrong with that. And shout out to Bailey for playing her role. Yeah, and she's doing it well. I love Bailey. Hey, Bailey. Ooh, I want to know, would you be my girl? The UK started that, didn't they? I don't know, but they still do it. Yeah. Like when she goes to the UK, they still do that. Yeah. yeah. Still um, chant. Also, Ray Phoenix uh, relinquished the uh, AAA Latin American Championship and the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, partly because he's focusing on um, AEW and the indies that he works for. Um, and the one thing that people did say, um, and I looked it up, and it's true, he never defended either championship, but he's held them, I want to say, yeah, it was since June of 2022. And he never defended them. Like a Dean Ambrose? Kind of. What do you have, the motherfucking United States Championship? Kind of. Now, AAA has a ton of belts. Like, I can't even go over how many belts. They have so many championships. And that's kind of how it is in Mexico in general with the with a lot of promotions, especially AAA and CMWL. Um, so I'm not surprised that he didn't defend them on a frequent basis, but to never defend them for yeah, over all? years is a yeah, that's long crazy. time. But and, and so I kind of see where he's coming from. You know, the wear and tear on his body. He's getting older. His style is going to be his style. He's an ROH tag team champion. He's full time. Mm-hmm. Something's got to get. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's, well, it's what I always say about Darby Allen. How long can you do that? The difference between, but like I always say, the difference between Darby Allen's, he don't give a fuck. He's aware. And he's like, yeah, one of these yeah, is yeah. going to be my last one. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ray Phoenix is like, mm, yeah, yeah, I want to do this for a while, so I'm gonna keep Ray on. Ray Phoenix trying to build generational wealth. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, to Darby's credit, because he's good at other shit, I think that's why he's like, you know, because he's a great filmmaker. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's like, he makes all those little things he does before. He makes mm-hmm. those. Like that's him. You know what I mean? He makes music. He does his stunts and stuff. So I think for him, his outside interests and just his overall mentality of being like, look, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. I'm going to go hard, and then whatever mm-hmm. happens, happens, and then I'll go from there. And, and He's going to be working backstage for AEW for the rest of his life, I, I mean, think, and, anyway. So. And at the end of the, I mean, he probably could still do it. I mean, I don't know, because I don't know the difference, right? Because, like, you look at Tom Cruise, you look at Jackie Chan. I mean, them dudes have done their own stunts for, yeah. for, like, ever. And Take care of I, yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, they've hurt themselves. but But then again, though, but they're not landing. Of a, they're not landing on just some fucking yeah, mat. plywood. Yeah, or, or plywood. Chairs. Yeah, yeah. On bodies and shit like that. You see the way fucking Darby Allen throws himself. Like he throws himself. It ain't just a toupee. When you see Darby Allen, Darby Allen do a tope, he makes you not want to do a tope anymore because mm-hmm. he throws, throws himself, himself like a goddamn missile. It's yeah. scary sometimes. Like, that's the one move where I'd be like, hey, bro, can I get a little, just tell me. Yeah, and that's one of those, like, no, I got to take it. Yeah. Because, because like, I can't dodge this. We can't even act like, yo, we're going to dodge this. No, you when have you, to be like Yeah, like, no, I'm, I'm going to take this, man. Like, it, it ain't no reversal on this or whatever the case may be. Like, I got to do it because you're going to hurt yourself. I'm gonna you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. body throw. That's, yeah. That's all he Throw his goddamn body at yeah. you. Yeah. Um, Zicky Dice and Nick Aldis are finished up with Impact Wrestling. I'm surprised by Nick Aldis only because he just got there. Um, and the rumor is that WWE is interested in him um, working at, in backstage. So we'll see if that's what they end up doing or have him do. Yeah, he I got, can see it. He got too much wrestling life in him, though. Yeah. I think like, he's still, I like, do you want to do that? And they could use him. I, I don't see how they could yeah. use like, he would work for you guys, so do yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then last but not least, it's said that um, with the um, Bloodline storyline trickling down to its end, 
And obviously, Roman Reigns is probably going to be seen less and less and less as time goes on. Um, if he, especially if he ends up losing the belt, if he loses the belt, he's probably going to take a hiatus for a minute. Mm-hmm. So um, WWE is really, really behind um, Judgment Day being kind of the feature storyline um, out of WWE. Um, that means Lesnar has to win the belt, which goes along with Dominic winning the um, uh, NXT North American Championship, and so. Um, like you were just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if Finn Balor wins the belt mm-hmm. because then you have the um, it brings money it back in the bank. full circle too. Right, it brings it back full circle. You have money in the bank. Um, you have the money in the bank in the care. You got the women's championship. You got the NXT North American Championship. Just all those making them the feature um, uh, faction. And then the biggest thing to me is I think from that. Um, There'll be more continuity because I think mm-hmm. they learned that hey, we don't, you know, every group doesn't have to break up after a week. We actually yeah, yeah. bank on factions and like use them, and I, I think that's learning from AEW because, like me and you have said many a times, that the nature of people is they run in packs. That's what people do. It, yeah, yeah. Vince is just a weirdo who is a loner, so that's why he doesn't get it when people are teams. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't, because he can't. You know, your personal experience doesn't let Ain't you... Ain't no one of those ones, punk. Shit. Yeah, like, right. Oh, so it's like, you know what I mean? One. Things like... You know, I've had the same circle of friends since I was goddamn 13. Like, and there's a lot of people like mm-hmm. that. So you... I think they're realizing, oh, I can't identify... Like, people identify with yeah, teams yeah. of folks and dissension within teams. Like, mm-hmm. if you think about it, what are half of the, the reality shows built on? Little cliques of people. Yeah, yeah. And you got a problem with that. And this this person <laughs> is cool with both cliques and they're stuck in the middle. You set yourself up to be able to tell intriguing stories that people Some can connect to. Some Raz B. Oh, man. I've never seen a softer dude try to be hard. Hey, man. That any clip I see of that show, I'm just, I'm always no, like, I never watched the show. I just see, I see all the, the clips, clips of him. And I... It's not even him. It's the clips I watch of people arguing and fighting on there. Mm-hmm. And I just look at myself in that position. And I will probably be laughing half the time these dudes mm-hmm. would be I'm going to beat you. I'd be like, bro, you got to relax, dog. Like, nobody acts like this. Why are you? Yeah. I don't, men don't act this way. The way y'all act, this is not how typical men act. I want y'all to know this is not, a, this reality show is fake not as fuck. Really, it's not we reality. We don't act really. like this. At Only least, these men act like this. We at don't least I be, don't think we act like that. No, we don't. You know enough dudes to know we don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Even in, how many times have you seen a heated situation and most dudes in our age range are like, <sighs> Yeah, we ain't even, like, we ain't even finna argue with you. Like, Because we ain't bro. trying to do all right? that. Like, right. I'm gonna stay away from that guy. And then if I am gonna fight you, it ain't gonna be no argument. Right, exactly. It's not all this... <laughs> Rah rah! For not so much. Long. There's not much talking. Not once we once we there, we there. Right. Nobody's cutting promos. You're like, and then I t- show you I'm from the six home block. I'm not. Nobody gets a chance to do this in real situations. Yo, especially when you in your <laughs> late thirties, forties, you ain't talking about gang banging no more. You just talking about like I'm. I mean, I'm gonna beat your ass. Right. You don't have time. Yeah, we ain't if anything, talking about, talk no about man, I got kids at no, home. No. I got time for this. My kids got to yeah. eat. Yeah, that's, that's your game. That's your game. Your game, Like, bro. I ain't got time for this shit. I got kids at the crib, man. I'll beat your me, ass bro. right beat now. Your ass. My wife texting me. Where I'm at. You <laughs> trying to argue with me. Smacking shit out of somebody. <laughs> that's your set, yo. <laughs> that's shit. Your set. Miller gang, man. I'm sick and you mad at them. Yeah, yeah I, gotta, I gotta argue with you and I gotta argue with them when I get home. You yeah. gonna beat your ass whoop, sir. <laughs> I can't they, beat their ass. They gonna be mad ass. because I gotta beat your ass. <laughs> Shit. I bu- time out. I think I heard that in the fight on 87th though. Dead ass at Harold's. I remember an argument and a dude said that to somebody. He was like, I can't beat my kid's ass, but I'm gonna beat your ass. Yeah. And I was like, you told me, take all this anger out on you, bro. Yeah, you you the wrong dad. This kid's <laughs> acting out. He about to go serve an ass whooping. Now you get it, yeah. sorry. He might Shit. break out the belt on you. What the fuck is you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Next thing you know, one getting a whooping. You like, no, I thought you going to beat my ass. He, <laughs> yeah. he, he, slipped. he <laughs> slipped into the zone because he, he was ready. The mom yeah, said I that the, the kid belt out on him. <laughs> nope, open hand. <laughs> open, open hand only. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Really? Oh man! See, I don't want to go to jail for child abuse, yo. <laughs> child abuse on a grown man and shit. 
Uh, That's good stuff. Uh, such good shit. Such good shit. Um, damn, well, Wrong. I forgot yeah, how we even got there. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, but that's yeah. my news and rumors. Yep. You ready for the rumors? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we were talking about loan. Oh, you know, one, one quick point about that, though, too. Because I think that's what New Japan Pro Wrestling has done so well. Bullet Club, right? And But if you think about it, all they did was take from WCW and brought it there as far as Bullet Club. Because remember... WCW had all these other different factions of NWO. Um, I think there's New Japan's a little more organized. Yeah. Because it's actually ran by the person in the company and not by the wrestlers. But that's what, and all they did was took NWO and made it better mm-hmm. with Bullet Club. And that's the one thing WWE feels is like the faction just got to die. At some point, the faction got to die. And no, it doesn't. The faction never has to die. You can have dissension within the faction. You can sit there and, like, the faction is over here on Raw. We also got the faction here on NXT. We got this faction here on fucking SmackDown. And they all a part of the same group. And every once in a while, you know, if they call us and they need our help, we there to come fuck you up. But for the most part, they handling their thing over there. They running that shit. We running it over here. They running it over there. And I, and they can all be a part of the same group, but not always get involved in each other's storyline. Mm-hmm. It can be separate. And then when things get entangled, it's more special. Yeah. Because it's like it's like when you watch those TV shows and they do the, uh, what they call them? Crossover? The crossovers. Because Shonda Rhimes wrote this motherfucking story on this show and this on this show. And then she brought these motherfucking... You, or when they do like the CSI crossovers or when they did the... Or Black Wars. and Gross. Yeah. Crossovers. And we love crossovers. Yeah, we do. We love when everybody gets to inter- interact with each other. Like, oh, all our favorite actors in one fucking show. <laughs> we love that shit. But anyway, what was your raw, sir? My raw, um, let me see. I'm gonna have to go ahead and give my raw to MJF and Adam Cole. Baby! As far as their storyline. Reason being, um, I just feel like in the beginning, it wasn't curling for me, as you would say. Mm-hmm. Was the curl, but little was the by little, because it felt so forced, and we mm. get it. You know, you kind of knew what was gonna happen. That's the biggest thing. We know, mm. right? So when you know, it kind of takes a little bit away. Like, okay, they're gonna do a mixed pairs tag team lethal lottery thing. Oh, MJF and Adam Cole are together. Oh, surprise, surprise! But what they made it into is so entertaining. Mm-hmm. I'm not even a big vignette type of guy, and those vignettes with the video, game, all of them have been hilarious. Yeah, yeah, they at the motherfucking club and shit, drinking. <laughs> MJF like yo it's two of them it's, it's two for me two for you and he was like man nah I'm not trying to hurt Britt like that <laughs> like, just such good and then you have Britt like, being yeah. like why are you with that yeah. asshole and Roderick like are you for real yeah, bro yeah. and he's like he's a good guy good, good. man he's yeah, being he, he, he you know, on you yeah. yeah and it's like and even in the match and MJF with the power slam on Big Bill mm-hmm. and it's it's just the little things yeah. and and you know a turn is coming. It's almost akin to, not as good, but almost akin to Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens with the list. Yeah. And we knew, we knew mm-hmm. it was coming from coming. Chris Jericho, yeah. but we just didn't, didn't know, know when. And remember, every week on the podcast, yeah. we'd say, one of these, these days, days, Kevin Owens about to get that list to the back of his head. And what mm. happened? He did it. And so that you know MJF at some point, somehow... He's going to be the devil, yeah. but we just don't know how or when. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it so good. And in the meantime, we get entertained. Yeah, I think, I think what's so good about it, though, is because it's, it's going to be short-lived. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not going to be long because it's going to, you know, it's obviously going to be that match between MJF and, and, uh, and Adam Cole. Cole. It, obviously, this might end up happening against FTR. Mm-hmm. Turn probably going to end up happening against FTR. That's just the way I see it. I just don't see them losing 
in the next match. But I mean, it could be. It could happen. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe Tony is going to make us wait. Like, ha, you thought these motherfuckers was going to lose against Sammy Guevara and, and, um, I don't know why I can't think of the motherfuckers while we're doing the move and shit. Oh, Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia, yeah. I don't know why I couldn't think of his day. Which, you know, they pointed out too, like, oh, they coming out separately to different music. They're not coming out to the JAS mu- uh, music. I said, oh, look at that. Commentators helping move along a storyline. WWE doesn't do that as much. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's because they're told what to say. Just point it out. Just give us that little, like, damn, why would they do that type shit? You will see intricacies. Yeah. What was your roster? The debut of Nick Wayne going against Swerve Strickland. Oh, this match was fucking crazy. I love this match. And Nick Wayne actually got most of the offense going in this match. But boy, the swerve just sit there. He got vicious with the motherfucker. Yo, those. But they have chemistry. Yeah, they have chemistry. Yeah. No, it was. A rapport, but yeah, yeah. it was brutal sometimes. I was like, oh man, is that really your guy? Yeah, yeah. And then swerve taunting taunting his mom out there. Yo, I mean, I. And it was crazy too because you would have thought that Darby Allen was going to. Like intervene some way somehow, but he like him just, yeah, like become a distraction because Swerve just actually cost him his match mm-hmm. uh, before uh, right before that. Well, I think it was like two or three matches before that, but either way, go. I mean, like this match was fucking amazing. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know, for all those people that got a problem with flippy shit, if you have a problem with flippy shit. You're a fool. Because I think this dude, when he did it, he did it right. And then, I'm not mistaken, he just turned 18, right? Mm-hmm. He was 17 like a couple of weeks ago or a week ago or whatever. Yeah. And he, this dude just turned 18. But you couldn't tell me that this dude, first off, his moves aren't crisp because they are. That this dude isn't a professional wrestler. If you would have sat there, if this was the first time you ever saw Nick Wayne, you wouldn't have guessed that he was 18. Mm-hmm. You would have thought he was young because he does look young as shit. But you would have never said, oh, this motherfucker just turned 18. Right. You would have said, man, this motherfucker is a 20 year vet. That, you just like, I don't, you know, because some wrestlers start young and shit like that. But obviously, they don't always get these opportunities to to jump uh, to the point where they're on the main stage. Mm-hmm. And um, and actually putting on a great wrestling match um, on a show like an AEW or WWE or whatever. Um, but, I mean... Is he AEW champion material right now? Nah, I probably got a little ways to go. I don't. I can't mm-hmm. sit there and say that because I never heard him cut a promo. Mm-hmm. Now, if he cut a promo and that promo was like fucking Chris Jericho esque or whatever, then I'd probably be like, okay, yeah, yeah this motherfucker is yo, <laughs> yo, he's ready. Now, I haven't heard him cut the promo yet, so let's see where that's at. And then we'll talk about whether or not if he's going to be like the next Randy Orton. Somebody that's like, yo, this motherfucker got the wrestling skill and on top of that, he can cut a promo. Like, let's see if, if he's there. I don't know. Because how, how young was Randy Orton? He was like in his 20s. Yeah. He, he was 20, 21 or something like that. Could this dude get there? Maybe I'm a prisoner in the moment. I think that motherfucker could get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think he could actually get there. You know, the chances of it happening, probably not just with how AEW scheduled their wrestlers and stuff. You know, sometimes you might see you might see him week after week right. for <laughs> six months, and then next thing you know, he's Nyla Rose. 
Where the fuck this motherfucker at? <laughs> <laughs> she's that, in Japan right now. And not that Nyla Rose is whack. I'm no, just saying. No, but you're just saying yeah. she's not, yeah. not as frequent. Yeah. You, but then next thing you know, you're like, damn, I miss her, man. Like, what the fuck? Yo, I need the beast. I need her back. Shit. The native beast. But anyway, but yeah, man. I'm telling you, much like how we, we talked about the FTR and Bullet Gold, you need to watch that. You need to watch this Swerve Strickland and Nick Wayne match. That, that shit was fucking amazing. And it blew my fucking mind. Because I'm just like, yo, how? How your young ass come in this motherfucker? First time on just national television. And you're able to put on a match like this. Sometimes, you, you know, those nerves get to you. And so you don't necessarily... You might end up becoming better later on, mm-hmm. but sometimes, even though you've been doing this and shit, you, you just don't. I mean, he just rose to the moment. You don't see that that often. True. What was your bad, sir? <sighs> so my bad goes to the main event on Raw between Kevin Owens, <clears throat> uh, Sami Zayn, <clears throat> and was it Matt Riddle against Finn yeah. Balor, Dominic. And uh, I always want to call him Punishment Martinez. I cannot get over that. Damian Priest. Damian Priest. Um, And the reason being, obviously, everybody uh, everybody knows. Oh, Seth Rollins was in the match. I apologize. Not what's his name? Seth Rollins. Not Matt Riddle. Seth Rollins. Um, My issue with the match is that with the caliber of people that were in there, it should have been way less clunky and all over the place. And I could... That I was not surprised at all that they got in an argument afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody heard about the whole back and forth arguments they had backstage after the main event. Um, and it, it for me, it was like, damn, because Raw was actually that week was entertaining Good. up yeah, until yeah, a point. Yeah. And then you got to that match, and that was like the match they built through the whole show, and it was just all over the place. And I don't know if it's just a victim of Vince McMahon throwing shit together last minute and being like, well, that's not what we're doing. We're going to do this. But it's just for the caliber of people that were in there and for the story that is part of that, it should have been way better. And it was just like, like there were times where people were like, you know, a match is bad when somebody's standing there waiting to get punched, right? And you could tell like, mm-hmm. like Damian Priest was just standing there and it was like, oh yeah, yeah, hit him. And then, like whoa you guys are way too good to have all this confusion and like mm-hmm. spots are happening outside the ring and the cameras announcers are calling it. it but the camera's yeah. not catching it like everybody was just all over the place mm-hmm. and I was like this shit is what the fuck is this it's a clusterfuck it's a clusterfuck yeah. um, but it happens from time to time but it was definitely my bad because I just felt like with the people involved it they, they did it, it being thrown together like that was very apparent and that mm-hmm. sucks for them yeah my bad was Willow Nightingale versus Athena. Because it was badass. I'm fucking lying. I ain't gonna lie. I just stole another Raw. I have no fucking bad. This match was good, too. Yeah, it was. I love this match. Athena is good as a heel, man. Yeah. I mean, so good. So fucking good. And the way that she lost, it made sense. I'm just like, yo, you still don't really lose, but you lost. And then, like, I mean, I'm just like, oh. If you're a champion, that's how you're supposed to lose a match. Mm-hmm. You know, especially, like, when you're in this eliminator tournament and everything. And it's, like, and it's supposed to build up the next person, which, you know, Willow end up winning. You know. Um, she's the Owen Hart women. Um, tournament champion. Um, she won the Owen. Yeah. I mean, fuck, though. You, could you... You know what's crazy? Is that she had to go through kayfabe, though. Friday, Rampage, win a match. Saturday, Collision, win a match. I mean, yeah, I know motherfuckers gonna be like, no, she didn't have to do that. She wrestled on Wednesday. That's when they filmed Rampage. Man, go eat. So, I'm, I'm gonna leave my comments to myself. But I think you know what I was about to say. If you're one of those that was about to say this. Kayfabe. 
She went there Friday. Go through this grueling match with the ROH Women's Forever Champion. By the hairs of her skinny skin skin beats her. Then had to go the next night collision against Ruby Soho. And she got a little help from the ref. But I would say this, you know, Willow kind of won that match earlier in the night. Just saying, ref, you saw that shit. You seen it. <laughs> you seen that shit. Like, how you, how you see this shit? Just total disqualification, but you said, nah, I ain't, my bad, I ain't see shit. But you two, get out of here. Because <laughs> otherwise, yo, it was no reason for you to kick them out. <laughs> but, yo, for her to have to go against uh, Ruby Soho the next night, and then she pulled that off. Yo, listen, that's my badass moment that I get to steal. Probably this one time, but I'm still in that moment. Uh, yeah, I had two Ross. But I'm going to call it a badass moment. I love that Athena and Willow Nightingale match. It was fucking good. It was good. Stiff. Just like good wrestling. I don't think they really had many botches, if any. Yeah, it was just well good. Yeah, it was, it was nice, cohesive pro wrestling match. And this is what you want to see out of your women wrestling. Yeah, take no little WWE. You know, sometimes like you had, you had Athena. I'm just saying, you had her. You had her. But you all want to be pushing some of these motherfuckers that can't wrestle. They can't wrestle. Sometimes you just gotta understand that, like they cannot wrestle. Shit. Oh, you know, and shout out to Sonya Deville and um and Chelsea Green too for winning the women's tag team titles. Oh, yeah. I, I like that. I like that move. It was about time for Sonya Deville because she's. I feel like she is an underrated wrestler. Mm-hmm. She's. She really is. And and on top of that, this is where a mid title for the women's division would come into play because she could be your top heel at that mid tier. Because I mean, I think honestly, outside of Charlotte, I don't think you ever had a better heel wrestler than her. Yeah, I don't think they have one that's better than her. Uh, ba- no, nah, Bailey and Sasha when they had the yeah, yeah that shit was, yeah, yeah that shit was good. But like no, to be, I'm just trying to think and maybe once again present of the moment, but I doubt it. I got to see enough of Sonya Deville, um, being a heel, women's wrestler, to know like nah this nah she's legit like she's a legit annoying ass asshole. Like, like, you know what I mean? You could, you could probably, like, damn, are you like that in real life? That's how well she plays the yeah. role. Like, yeah, she probably an asshole for real. <laughs> Shit. She's not far from her real self. Yeah. No, no, I was actually excited and happy about that. Like, shout out to them, though, for winning those titles. Um, You're ugly, so I'm going to let you go ahead. Oh, no worries. My, my ugly, it's not very complicated. It's the... uh. I feel like the promotion for the Battle of the Belts is is way too lackluster. Only because, like, it it could be a premiere show. You have enough titles. And it's like, it gets announced the week before that, oh, yeah, it's going to be three hours of wrestling. So, Collision and then Battle of the Belts. And, like, Battle of the Belts could have been before Collision because Collision was way better than Battle of the Belts. Um, and I think part of that has to do with, you know... It's scheduled, so why are we not building towards this? Why is there not more of a build than just a, a segment on Rampage or Dynamite to build that Orange Cassidy's going against Lance Archer? That doesn't make me want to care. It doesn't. It, it should have that Clash of the Champions feel, but and then it you try just, to you try doesn't. to you try to do that build late. Yeah, you try to show what he did in Japan. Like, oh, he's been on a fucking terror. Been on a tear. Like, you could have been. You knew that this was coming. So you could have been doing this. You could have done this online. You could have done this anywhere. But it just has to stop where they're like, Battle of the Belts is next week. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, what? Like, 
There's no way you could like you know it's coming, so start to build towards that and make it. I know it's just an hour. They just shocked but us with it, But it could be an hour like, that's amazing. <laughs> they just shocked us with it. Yeah. All, like guess what? Like two pop. Yeah, yeah. Sex with your mom and not those words. <laughs> I just want to see him deceased. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Where the fuck Wait, this come from? Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. That's a hot tag, man. It's just like, it. This is one thing that, and I don't ever really say Tony get. Not that Tony don't get shit wrong, ever, as he does. But this is the one thing that he doesn't do. When he vents some shit up. And this is the one time I'm just like, yo, Tony, bro, you kind of, you venting this shit up. And that means you really fucked it up. I just want to clarify that. Like, when you you really do a fuck up, that's when you vent some shit up, yo. Uh, (laughs) Like, you vents this shit up all the time. I'm like, here you go. First off, this is just, you should just make this a pay-per-view. Here you go, though. Um, you have this fucking major event, Battle of the Belts. One, why is it an hour-long show? You got so many fucking belts. You got the Trios Championship. You got the AEW Men's uh, Heavyweight Championship. You got the AEW Women's Championship. You got the TBS title. You got the TNT title. You got the uh, the tag team titles. You have enough. And then you got a show called Battle of the Belts. Which fucking happens randomly. It's just, it's just random. Here you go, bitch. Yeah. Throw it in your face. That's that. Like, when you didn't know you was about to, but you just, you just blew it. That's why I feel like Tony does to us. You just, right in the face. Like, damn, bro. Come on, man. For real? Could have warned us. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Like, dude. Could you not, like, plan this better? Because when I think Battle of the Belts, I'm thinking of something prestigious. I'm thinking of something like, yo, this is going to be grandiose. It got to be huge. It's a major event. And honestly, they treat this shit like a house show. That's how I feel. And then I'm like, I'm sitting here and I'm trying to watch a show. Then I'm just like, man, I don't, I don't, I'm not even invested in this shit. Fuck this show. And I just like, I've already watched enough wrestling anyway. So whatever. I don't even feel like finishing this shit off. So I don't even know how it ends. I know how it started. I don't know how it ends. I'm just like, uh, whatever. I'm cool with it. You know, because then that's when they they obviously they hand over the the trophies and the belts to Will Nightingale and Ricky Starks and all that stuff. And then, you know, like you said, we got the Orange Cassidy and Archer match and and just like whatever. I don't even care. <laughs> that's how like, I, I'm just like I watched it because it was on and the match was good. All the matches were good, but they could have been but better. When they you could have been well promoted. Because you know what's crazy? One of those matches could have been a Raw. Yeah. But I wasn't invested to even put forth the effort to sit there and be like, you know, I'm really into this shit. Yeah. I'm no, like, it's just so poorly put together that I'm just like, oh, whatever. Like, I almost feel like they were like, hey, we got an extra hour for you if you want to use it. Sure. Like, <laughs> We're going to give them Battle of the Belts. Fuck it. We'll what put the fuck? The belts Dude, didn't you just do that two weeks ago? Shit. <laughs> shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, he didn't know what was happening. He was like, wait, we got Battle of the Belts? God yeah. damn it. Like, I'll give him a pass on ROH just because I think he's getting everything together now where there's like a... It's yeah, own yeah, booking yeah. shit mm. and all that. And it, everything got thrown yeah. off with Mark Briscoe getting hurt. Um, mm. So that kind of threw shit awry. So I'm okay with that. Um, I'll still probably order the pay-per-view tomorrow. I won't have a problem with it. I'm sure it'll be good. But not with AEW, bro. You have a network fucking schedule. Start planning for Battle of the Belts now. Because five is going to be in like, what, five weeks probably or some shit like that. Yeah, Who fucking knows? You might not even know, nigga. I don't know. 
TK, get it together, though. Yo, Please. Don't Vince Please. this up, yo. Yeah, that, that good job. Don't Vince this up. He's become a verb. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, man, that's it, man. That's yeah, all that's I got. It. That's it. Well, fuck it. Um, yeah. Got nothing else. I'm trying to think real quick before I sit there and maybe because I mean I remember you know obviously you were sick so we, we didn't get to do this but I, I was really excited about this podcast though because I really I, I was so high on the Nick Wayne and fucking Swerve Strickland and shit man Bro, that super just, powerbomb was still crazy man. yeah I'm still like why why he do that yeah man I mean the hero Karanas that he hit I'm just like shit <laughs> Yeah, I know, bro. I try to tell you, bro. Tell you, man. How they dug up that old of a tweet, yo? Because oh, because because he mentioned that. Oh yeah, like yo, taking she searched taking and shit. But yo, hey, for real. But anyway, I'm 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 gonna go and end this, man. Before we start a whole nother podcast of Carly Russell, (laughs) by our taken by herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, with that said be sure to check out 1515 Avenue the content be sure to rate subscribe you to the podcast find us at podcast google podcast or any other podcast platforms you choose to use I know I just said that shit like all slurred together I said Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts anyway just type in 1515 you should find a podcast such as Equal Opposites Loving Hip Hop The Rundown Wrestling Roundtable Studio Flow Slurred True and if you want to just go straight to our website I would greatly appreciate that go to our website 1515 Um click on that uh, pull down for the podcast you can find all those podcasts listen to them we greatly appreciate that click on the Amazon panel we greatly appreciate that go support the site and with that said, it is me, Sterl Pro. It's Miller. And we out. Jamming on the one. You are now listening to The Raw, The Bad, 